It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Hey, I am so sorry I am late with this episode. I will explain at the end of the episode, but for now, I don't want to keep you waiting any longer, so here we go. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 7, Little Dragon. This is my favorite view so far, Raven said, shaking her head in disbelief. I saved the best for last. Natalie replied, standing close to her. Raven grabbed the metal railing of the bridge for support. It felt warm to the touch. She smiled as she studied the three towers lined up next to each other. The Gothic church, then the belfry, and finally the cathedral. The sky was now dark blue with a hint of orange because of the setting sun. It gave the view an almost magical feel. Raven was honestly having a hard time believing her own eyes. There was just so much beauty to take in. I think I've shown you the highlights now, Natalie said, tucking her hands in the back pockets of her jeans. Raven's eyes flicked to Natalie's. Your city is amazing. It blows my mind. Natalie straightened her back. Thank you, she said. I'm still in awe of it too. I can see why. Raven said, focusing on the towers again. She took in a deep, slow breath before saying, You know, I didn't come here for a vacation, but I sure haven't felt this relaxed in ages. I'm glad to hear it, Natalie replied. I hope we can keep it that way. Raven nodded even though she doubted this was possible. Today had been wonderful, more than she liked to admit, but it would soon come to an end. The spell of this medieval city would soon break. You haven't told me what you do that is so stressful, Natalie said, a little shyly. I haven't? Raven asked, tilting her head. No, Natalie said. We've talked about my city a lot, but not much about you. Raven arched an eyebrow. What is it you would like to know? Maybe just what you do? What brought you here? Natalie shrugged. <laughs> right, okay, sure. Raven chuckled, placing her coat over her other arm. I'm a sales manager for a company that sells resource planning software. 
Natalie's eyes widened. That does sound like a stressful job. Raven pursed her lips. It's a good job, good benefits, I'm lucky to have it. But... Natalie asked slowly, her eyes twinkling. Raven averted her gaze back to the towers. She squinted, spotting something she hadn't noticed before. What is that on top of the belfry? Is that gold? Natalie raised her hand above her eyes. Oh, yes. That's our little dragon. Your little dragon? Raven asked, amused. I'll show you a picture of it. It looks more like Dumbo than a dragon, I think. Natalie said and grabbed her phone. She tapped the screen for a few seconds and then held up the phone for Raven. Okay, yeah, that looks more like a cartoon. Raven grinned. It's almost cute. Natalie lowered her phone but didn't put it back in her pocket. Don't be too comfortable around it. It used to spit fire. Raven snorted. <laughs> no way. I swear. I'm not sure how they did it, but yeah, the dragon would spit fire up there. Natalie replied. Her eyes narrowed above her mask. We're talking about Ghent again. <laughs> Fair enough. Raven chuckled. Um, what was your question again? If you're a sales manager, does that mean you're an investor in your spare time? Natalie asked. I guess you could say that, Raven replied, adjusting her mask because her skin was itchy again. I saved up my bonuses over the years and now I want to do something good with that money, you know? Natalie's eyes softened. That's amazing. So why did you come all the way to Belgium? Raven huffed softly. It was a fair question, but it was also a personal one. Raven hadn't even shared her whole story with Bart. Not that he had ever asked. He was just happy someone believed in his design. She wasn't sure if it was safe to tell Natalie everything. Would she roll her eyes like her sister had? Raven didn't think so, but then again, they didn't know each other that well, even if it felt like they did. My mom is a nurse, she finally said, deciding she didn't have to share everything straight away. I want nurses like her to have access to this technology. Natalie flipped the phone in her hand. You chose us because our designs are open source? Raven smiled. Natalie sure was a smart cookie. Yeah, exactly, she said. I don't want this to be only accessible to the rich. Natalie scratched the back of her neck. That's wonderful. I love that part of our work, too. Raven studied Natalie's face, catching a hint of sadness in her voice all of a sudden. She couldn't read Natalie with that damn mask on, though. Before she could ask Natalie anything, Natalie spoke up again. Hey, she said, raising her phone. How about another picture of you? Gotta have one with the three towers. Raven frowned, taken by surprise. Was Natalie the one changing the subject right now? Come on, Natalie said and waved Raven along. Your family is going to love it. Okay... Raven replied hesitantly. She walked to the spot Natalie was pointing at and turned around. Here? Perfect, Natalie said, already focusing the phone. Now, big smile. You can't see my smile with the mask, Raven said, rolling her eyes a little. Yes, I can, Natalie replied, peeking over her phone. Your eyes smile too. Raven chuckled softly. <laughs> 
It was easy to smile as long as she focused on Natalie. Her shoulders relaxed as she posed for the photo. Perhaps it wasn't the city that had her under a spell, she thought. It was Natalie who made every moment here seem magical. Okay, here we are, Natalie said, gesturing at the revolving door. Raven looked up at the hotel. She wondered which one of the many windows was hers. Thanks for showing the way, she said, smiling at Natalie. My pleasure, Natalie replied, raising her arms a little. Are you sure you don't need anything to eat? Raven patted her stomach. That lunch was a pretty big meal for me. Really? Natalie said. She rubbed her stomach. I'm going to grab something on my way home. Probably a burrito. Raven studied the windows again. A feeling of dread was already creeping up on her. She wasn't looking forward to spending the rest of the evening alone in her hotel room. And yet, she had asked Natalie to bring her here. Natalie had offered to have dinner together before, and Raven had declined. She had felt like she needed a break, some time to gather her thoughts. Now, she wasn't so sure anymore. If she were honest with herself, Raven would much prefer to hang out with Natalie for the rest of the evening, and she'd rather sleep on Natalie's couch than in this fancy hotel room. Which was precisely why she should probably take that break. She couldn't expect Natalie to keep entertaining her. Natalie had already sacrificed most of her weekend. Plus, she was a professional connection, not a friend. It simply wouldn't be proper for them to continue hanging around like this. What if the deal went through and Raven became a shareholder of the company? That would basically make Natalie her employee. She was also getting nervous about the impact Natalie had on her. Raven had been so relaxed all day, soaking up the old city's energy and Natalie's enthusiasm. And then there was, of course, the non-stop flirting at lunch, while sipping their cocktails, Raven had downright teased Natalie. She had known perfectly well what she had been doing as she had flicked her tongue over her lips. Seeing the effect it had on Natalie had made her breath catch. If the waiter hadn't interrupted them, things would probably have gone a lot further. By the time they had ordered their food, though, the temperature had dropped considerably. There had even been an uncomfortable silence for a while. But it hadn't lasted long. Throughout the afternoon, their playful banter had slowly turned up the heat again. Whenever Natalie took a picture of Raven, their eyes locked and things seemed to intensify. While posing for the last picture on the bridge, Raven had felt the heat take over her entire body. She knew the evening would only make the atmosphere more magical, and perhaps both of them even more irrational. Time for a timeout. Natalie had dutifully walked her to the hotel, masking her disappointment reasonably well. Raven had still seen it in her eyes, though. The sparkle in them had disappeared immediately. Raven wanted it back. It didn't help that she was a little hungry. She could eat some fruit in her hotel room or order room service, of course. But a burrito sounded way better and so did spending more time in Natalie's company. 
Sounds great, Raven said finally. Is the place any good? Natalie lifted her shoulders. It's fast and has a good takeout menu, but I wouldn't exactly call it the best Mexican place around. Oh, okay. So, not a must-try, Raven replied, a little disappointed. She had been ready to use the place as an excuse to join Natalie after all. I like to grab a bean burrito there and then eat it at the park, Natalie said, scratching her lower arm. I think that's always nice. Raven parked up. Yeah, that does sound nice. Maybe... She was interrupted by Natalie's phone. The ringtone startled Natalie, too, and it took her a moment to pull the device out of her pocket. It's my best friend, she said, looking at the screen. Sorry, let me just tell her that I'll call her back in a minute. Sure, Raven said. Hey, Natalie said into the phone. Raven listened intently as Natalie talked to her friend. She noticed how Natalie's voice became a bit softer when she spoke her own language. It was fascinating to hear the differences in the way she spoke. Raven wanted to ask Natalie about it. She wanted to ask her to say crazy-sounding words over and over again. Raven wanted to watch Natalie's lips as she pronounced them. There was no way she was going inside that hotel. Sorry about that, Natalie said to Raven, lowering her phone. Raven's heart was thumping in her chest. She took in a deep breath and... I'm going over to her place now and make up for it, Natalie continued. Quickly sucking her lips into a thin line... Raven nodded. Natalie pointed at the hotel door. You sure you're going to be okay here? Yes, Raven said a little too loudly. Absolutely. All right, Natalie said, tucking her hands in the back pockets of her jeans. Good night. See you tomorrow. Good night, Raven said with a quick wave. She turned around and hurried to the glass revolving doors. After pushing through them... She looked over her shoulder to wave at Natalie again, but she had already left. Raven cursed under her breath, her cheeks glowing with embarrassment. Her legs felt like lead as she walked to the elevator. This was part seven of Worth the Risk. Why was it late? Ah, this was a rough month for me and for my wife, Muriel. Um, I already needed some time to catch my breath because of some family things. And in that time, um, it became evident that it was time to say goodbye to our very much beloved old furry friend, Ginger. Um, she was 15 years old and we had to say goodbye. And on top of that, I got a respiratory virus, which wasn't COVID, luckily. But still, under strict doctor's orders, I had to. I had to rest. And so this episode was a week late. I'm sorry for keeping you waiting. And uh, thank you for your patience. Also, a big thank you to everyone who has supported me in these difficult weeks and who supports the creation of this podcast. I am an independent soul creator, and I couldn't do it without the help of so many listeners who support me financially every month. So thank you so much, as always. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. 
All right. I hope to be back on schedule from now on and release the next episode in two weeks. I'm still recovering a little bit from from the rough month. But uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm good to go. Thank you again for listening, for spending this time with me. And I will see you soon.